When I was uh, growing up, I had a, uh, a dog, uh, a pet. Uh, I mean, as much as a child can own a dog, it's really your parents, but uh, I like to believe it's mine. Uh, I had a dog growing up. His name was Buddy. He was this little blonde rat of a dog. Uh, he was a, a shy poo, which is half shih tzu, half cockapoo. And uh, he, uh, so like, a, you know what I'm saying? Like a little tiny uh, blonde dog. He was the runt of his litter, uh, this little dog. And so when, we, when he came home, we were, we were training him. And uh, one of the things we were told to do is when he uh, would go to the bathroom in the house, that uh, you would show him to him. Not like, you know, rub his face in or anything, but that you would show it to him. Uh, so that he would recognize that what he did is not okay. And uh, when you would come home and uh, you would know instantly if he had gotten into a cupboard or uh, something. As he got older, he got a little bit more feisty. There was uh, days when we would come home and the entire kitchen table had been cleared. Uh, he would get the hold of the, of the uh, tablecloth and just drag it all off uh, and pull it all over. And so uh, when you would come home and he had been up to his antics, you would know instantly, before even seeing anything that had happened, you would recognize the demeanor of this dog uh, that he knew he was going to be getting in trouble. As I was uh, thinking about communion and preparing for this morning, I'm wondering how many of us often approach the Lord's table and communion with the same kind of demeanor as that dog. We know that we have messed up. We know that we have sinned. We know that we have fallen short. And our demeanor is this slow, begrudging, nose-down, sorrowful attitude as we walk to the table. But the truth is, we celebrate the Lord's Supper for a reason. It's a celebration because we recognize that whatever we bring is taken away. That we get the opportunity to leave it at the altar. To leave it at the table. And so, this morning as we get ready to take communion, I wanted to read from you, I know it's kind of a funny, not an often read communion passage. But Zechariah, in chapter 3, Then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. Indeed, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and standing before the angel. He spoke and said to those who were standing before him, saying, Remove the filthy garments from him. Again he said to him, See, I have taken your iniquity away from you and your... And and will clothe you with festal robes. Then I say, then I said, let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him with garments while the angel of the Lord was standing by. And the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua saying, thus says the Lord of hosts, if you will walk in my ways and you will perform my service, then you will also govern my house and also have charge of my courts and I will grant you free access among uh, these who are standing here. 
Joshua was clothed in filthy garments, standing before the angel. And God says, Remove the filthy garments from him. See, I have taken your iniquity away from you, and I will clothe you with festal robes. I think often we get this idea of sin, that sin is somehow a part of us. But the truth is, the metaphor that the Scripture uses is that it is a filthy garment. No one would say that this shirt is an integral part of who I am. You are probably all thankful that I am wearing a shirt this morning. But it is not a part of who I am. And if I were to dump my coffee on me, as I have done many Sunday mornings, sure, I would maybe try and dab some out, maybe get out one of those tied, clean sticks and try and erase as much as I can. But we know that that's a temporary fix. What we need to do is take the shirt off and wash it. This morning we are being called to take off our dirty sins. To remove them from ourselves. They are not an identity of who you are. They are not a part of who you are. They are certainly something that is wrong and something that is not a part of the kingdom. But they are garments that can be removed and laid at the altar. And so this morning as we prepare ourselves for communion, there is a need to recognize, yes, what we have done. Recognize our sins and where we have fallen short. But recognize that we are also, as we sang before, I am loved. It is not a part of who I am. That I'm being called to take that off, leave it at the altar, and part of that leaving is then to walk away from it. To walk away from it. And so this morning I would encourage you to just prepare your heart as the worship team is going to uh, sing another song or part of a song. Search your heart. Holy Spirit, I just pray right now that you would begin to come. Do you know it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict us of our sins? Holy Spirit, would you begin to speak to people? What are those dirty garments in our life? Those things that we are being called to remove. Not who we are, not those things that define us. But those things that we are being called to leave behind. That you are going to clean. And so Holy Spirit, I pray right now that you would come into this place. That you begin to speak into our hearts. And that we would begin that metaphorical act of unbuttoning our shirt. And leaving that dirty shirt with you. Because it is not a part of us. It is not what defines us. What defines us is that we are a child of God. And we are loved by you. In your holy name. Amen.